Hello everyone and happy Wednesday. My name is DJ Fabes and welcome back to another episode of the Album Digest. And this week you're listening to Rebel Radio, so thanks for tuning in. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Phoebe Goodwin and I'm a sophomore here at the University of Mississippi. And this is the show, Album Digest, where each week we dive into an album in hopes to learn more about music and the artist together. This week's album has me so pumped as I went and saw this band live just last week. So this week on Album Digest, we're going to be talking about Hound Mouth and their album, Little Neon Limelights. Um, and so this this album is so good and after seeing it performed and heard you know live in the way music is supposed to be heard everything has changed and i have a whole new perspective on this album that i'm so excited to talk about um it's 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 gonna be good so buckle up get ready for a good show so on their band's webpage, they describe themselves as america's alternative blues band which is a very interesting way to describe yourself but i respect it they performed, or they first formed in 2011 in Indiana. So they got their start after playing in a local festival, and they picked up a contract from an important music man who just happened to be listening in the audience, which is like the, you know, kind of a movie type of deal. So they're a lively, fun, old school, modern, dance in the rain kind of va- band, and listening to every song is so fun. And they are all so different from one another, which also makes it really fun because. There's not one sound to Houndmouth, which is super cool. And so this song actually, this album actually consists of two of their most popular tracks, Sedona and Darlin. But I wanted to dive into what the other songs on this album look like and what it says about them as a band. Personally, there were plenty of songs I liked better than the two popular tracks, so I'm really excited to highlight some of the songs people often look over when looking at this album and Houndmouth. So let's just go ahead and get started with the show. So coincidentally, ironically enough, we're going to start by listening to their most popular song, Sedona, which is exactly what I was talking about, what we wouldn't do. But alas, here we are. So Sedona has almost reached 161 million plays on Spotify and was highlighted on The Late Show with David Letterman, which is absolutely mind-boggling. Um, this song is huge. A lot of people know this song, but don't know Houndmouth. Um, and I'm going to admit it. Okay. This is a popular song and there's a reason why it is just, I just understand why so many people are attracted to it because it's, it's just beautiful. Like this song makes me feel like I'm driving down a highway in Colorado where there's no cars around me and all the windows are down. And you, it's just one of those moments where you feel most alive. And so if I were ever to experience something like this, you know, driving in a rural area, windows down, losing my voice, singing to the song, it would be the song. Like, I would want this song to be playing. Um, And so, you know, it's just a good song. And so it has a hearty beat that continues through the entire song, which is layered. And so it adds a bunch of um, richness to the song. And there's just a simple little guitar melody, which is so cool and simple, but really does the trick. So one of my favorite things that artists do with their songs is when they have a bunch of vocal layering during certain parts of the song, just to add this emphasis on what they're singing. Um, And so during the chorus, you will hear almost a choir sound that is so fun. And through that, I think it 
makes the listener want to know the words as well because they hear all these people singing it and there's just something about like hearing a group of people singing a song at once just in this merry little tone and this is how I feel during the chorus of the song um and so as far as meaning goes it is set you know in Sedona Arizona and I think it's the story of someone who has a hope um to get out of this little town and to make it big in the real world. So this person, you know, wanted to leave and fulfill their dream of being a star. So when they hit the road to California, they didn't really have a plan for what the future may hold, but at least they weren't going to wonder, you know, what if? And that question haunts a lot of people forever. And so, you know, as this person gets to California, life is much harder than expected. And there are a million people wanting to do the same thing as you. And the, um, you know, original hometown sees this person fall under the crushing weight of Hollywood and they're reminiscing I think on what this person once was maybe at a younger age so without further ado let's listen to Sedona
So that was Sedona. And this song, when they played it live, it was so awesome. And everyone was just screaming. And something um, I wanted to mention earlier was just that the main guy, the main singer who sings all the song, was one of the most talented guitar players I've ever seen in all of my life. And it was just so cool to be there experiencing him doing something he loves so much and something he's really good at and he's getting to do for a living, which is so neat. And so as you listen to these songs for the rest of the show, I just want to encourage you just to listen to um, how great the guitar is. And of course, you know, it's easier to look for that when you see him playing it with his own fingers, like right there. But doesn't matter. It is, it's just great. I mean, this person is so talented, which makes talking about their music so much better. And so now let's go on to track number three, 15 Years. And so this song reminds me so much of Elvis. And there's a strong beat to this song that controls the rhythm in a jazzy blues kind of way. The song is so fun and really just makes me, you know, want to get up and dance. And the chorus type layering I was talking about in Sedona when all the people are singing at once is repeated here, which I love. But this is definitely a song that highlights the blues style of this band and differs so heavily from Sedona. But this is a trait of the band that keeps the listener guessing and on their toes. And, you know, I mentioned previously in the show, they describe themselves as a blues alternative band. And so this really highlights the blues portion of their sound and so the use of the tambourine during the instrumental break during the song will really get your foot tap in and then they pull the vocals all the way back so it's just a group of them singing completely stripped back with just the drum backing them and that part is perfect okay I just had to talk about it so that you will hear what I'm talking about and you'll love it because I love it so much um And so the song is talking about how this guy has been sentenced to prison and he's either having a conversation or writing to this girl he loves about how she just needs to wait a little. And then, you know, he'll get out of jail and all will be well. And so the 15 years is enough to make a man go crazy and the woman crazy for waiting, you know, just drives you nuts. But this couldn't hold him back either because of his love for this girl or just because he's, you know, a positive person, has a good outlook on life. Uh, but this is a super fun song, and I'm excited for you guys to hear this side of Houndmouth.
So I hope you guys were able to pinpoint the part of, you know, the song I was talking about. And it's just so good. And I love that song. It's so fun. And now we are going to literally listen to a song that sounds nothing like that. And it is for no one. This is a very stripped down song. When he performed it at the concert, it was just him. It was just him and the guitar, and it was perfect. But he did that because it's a very vulnerable song in the way that it's, you know, just his voice and the guitar to start. And so whenever this is the case, I think it's the artist's way of telling the listener that whatever they're saying is important, and they want you to hear it clearly without any distraction of other instruments or just the fluff that music can sometimes be. However, if you will listen very carefully, you can hear another person singing very faintly and far off in the distance, so much so that you can't even really hear what that person was saying. I was trying to make out what, you know, the tune they were singing, but it's very interesting, so maybe listen for that too. So I don't know if it's some sort of response to what the main guy is saying. So anyways, what they are trying to give convey to the listener in the song, you know, what what is it that they're trying to say? I think this is simply him calling the shallowness of fame and the things of this world has to offer. I think he's calling that out. And so he is um, specifically talking to someone who is caught up in their status. They almost forgot how to love the people around them well. And so, you know, when you learn how to love, that come down will be worse when you have been caught up in just the materialistic side of life when you realize that you have to love people it can be really really hard it can be worse than any drug because it really is a slap in a face in the face to their status and self-conceited notions and so in the last part of the first verse he says something rather profound he says go take the millions take the derby hats and shove them up where the sun doesn't shine i'll take the cheap seats from my company isn't served in a glass This set of lyrics is so insanely profound to me. You know, he's saying, I'd rather be rich with friends who know me and love me when I'm sober and where alcohol isn't present over being rich and lonely any day. So many people's friends only come around when they're intoxicated or sometimes their only friend is the liquid in the glass. And so the chorus also mentions some of Ernest Hemingway's work. So let's take it back to sophomore year of high school which all focuses really on the struggle of life. And although the characters he writes about, um, Hemingway, are living hard lives, they're fulfilled and enjoy the work they're doing, despite the hardship. In this song, he is totally calling out the overarching dream that everyone has within their souls to indulge in all of these materialistic things and that's where your joy will be but that's a lie money truly doesn't buy you any sort of comfort or happiness and this song is really just lyrical genius and i hope everyone listening can appreciate it as much as i have learned to Take the millions, take the derby hats 
don't come served inside a glass Old man in the sea Doing what you were born to going to listen to Black Gold, which is a much more upbeat song compared to the last one we just listened to. And it talks about this boy named Oliver, who's just a little crazy, but it's because of the wealth that his family is just utterly drenched in. And so it just talks about, you know, you can have all of these things and this money and every anything you could ever want or need, but you are lacking in a lot of other areas of life. And so, um, you know, his dad was the driving force of the family's wealth, but his mom was really the light and the guide that directed everything going on within the family. But ultimately, they both cared more about money than the quality of relationships within their family. So despite being crazy wealthy, they are all striving to find purpose in something. As you know, his sister is modeling and has kind of let go of herself in that way and just sharing who she is to the whole world. And in this chorus... He goes on to talk about how they will have enough black gold or oil or money to continue being this rich, but they're stingy and will never give any of it away. And so this song is a really interesting take on the inner lives of the 1% and just how um, money can be destructive in a lot of ways. I 
up is Honey Slider. So this is a very simple song with a simple structure. There isn't much to the structure of the song as it kind of continues on the same lyrical structure throughout each verse. It talks about the disappointment this guy is feeling as he's realizing that this girl continues to let him down time and time again. She promised him she would stay, but she always left. Or she would dance with him when she promised he would him he would da- she would dance with him. So I think this song the song is showing the story of her slowly falling out of love with him. And all he wants is for her to be the one that she once said she would be to him. 
And so, you know, either when they were younger, who she was, or when they first fell, fell in love, you know, she's kind of fell out of touch with that girl she once was. And so this is almost a song of desperation, you know, him just longing for this girl to come back and be the girl she used to be again. And so he's losing her, and this feels like his last effort to save their relationship.
Okay, so Gasoline is the next track that we're going to be listening to from this album, and it is the shortest song that we'll be listening to today. So this song is sung by a female voice, which is, you know, definitely a contrast from the other songs we've been hearing on this album. In the other songs, she's kind of just been doing harmonies and background vocals, but it's really cool just to hear her voice highlighted in this song and it really is a reminiscent vibe you know of her remembering this past relationship she has been in remembering the sweet time they danced in the rain together and you know the singer throughout this entire song is comparing herself to gasoline and so I thought that was kind of a interesting way of comparing yourself to something I think she says you know she doesn't burn as fast or gasoline doesn't burn as fast as her and so I think She's the kind of person who feels uncomfortable staying in one place at a time and kind of always has to be moving. And I think she might have felt stuck in this relationship she had with this boy. And, you know, looking back, she regrets ending things when she did. And I think she wishes she would have stayed a little longer and she didn't, you know, get bored as fast as she actually does. Uh, I really like this song and just how simple it is with just a little guitar backing and the simple vocals and then you know that same layered choir sound that I love so much um, comes back and so I think this is the kind of stripped down vibe I love and her voice is just so so perfect oh how you talk remember when we walked No, I am nobody's girl I just wasn't made for no diamonds or pearls it don't
So the next song we're going to listen to is Say It, and this is a very fun song, and I've said that about a lot of the songs on this album, but whenever I say it, it's true. It's a very upbeat and folk rock kind of song in the way that their fast lyrics are backed with this simple bass tune, which is so fun and jazzy, and I really, 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 really like the song. And I only first listened to it while preparing the show, which is what this show is all about, introducing you to new kinds of music so we can appreciate this art that is right in front of us. And I think, you know, through this upbeat, fun vibe, the lyrics are kind of telling the story of people, you know, how you feel if you love them and tell them. And so, so many times people expect so much from relationships and if it doesn't look like it's going to be a perfect friendship or relationship without any faults, they won't invest. And so a lot of times people are only friends with, you know, people who look like them or act like them or involved in some of the same things as them. And so I think this song is kind of encouraging people to branch out and meet all different kinds of people and just see, you know, what everyone has to offer, which is so cool. And it also just encourages people to say it like you mean it. And don't hide things from people you love because, you know, you're scared. But when you tell them and when you tell and sing and shout out the anthem of your heart to the world, the world becomes a better place and you feel lighter and freer. And so this song, Say It, is telling you to say it, whatever it may be in your heart that is just begging to get out. Um, And a lot of these things that are screeching in our heart to get out are inspired by people different than us and people who have different perspectives and backgrounds and really show us more of the world. And so this song is just a call to war almost for people just to say it. And I am all about this. And this song is so wonderful. And all of you are about to be blessed by listening to it. So I want you to prepare yourself because this is the last time you'll ever not have heard this song and so without further ado i intru- i intru- i'm introducing you to say it
when I say it's going to be a fun song, I'm not lying. I know you guys thought that was a fun song, and it's just it's just good. And so I hope you guys, you know, will listen to it after the show. Check out Houndmouth on Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, all of the places. And now we have finally reached the last song for today's episode, which is the second of the two most popular songs they have, this one being Darlin'. And so, again, I understand why people are so drawn to this song. It has a great, you know, hearty beat to it that really brings some good soul and a heartbeat to this song. And it captivates the listener with this longing feeling that the singer feels towards this darling that he is talking to. So this is definitely more of the blues vibe. You know, the blues, sad, you know, vibe of the with the classical electric in the intro setting this sort of sexy tone for the rest of the song. It's telling the story of a regretful love. Maybe after a relationship, one person comes back and wants the other. But, you know, they're remembering that they simply weren't good to him. But he can't help but miss this girl. Even though she was mean to him and hurt his feelings, he is just choosing to remember the good parts of their relationship. And so the pain of missing her keeps him up at night and almost haunts him. And so this is such a great song with an awesome rhythm and sound that's so easy to listen to and enjoy. Um, And it's pretty clear as to why so many people are drawn to it. So here is Darlin'. Gonna make it 
guys thank you so much for tuning in this is all i have for you today for the second episode of you know this season of album digest i'm so thankful for all of you listening and i hope you enjoyed today's show learned a little bit more about Houndmouth and music and have a new band to appreciate um be sure to check out album digest on spotify and instagram if you missed a show but yeah Thank you so much for listening and be sure to tune in next week at one for the next episode of Album Digest. This is DJ Phoebe signing off for the week.